0: Where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the the friends The adventure never ends We will save the world somehow It's Sunspots Comics now This issue of the Sunspots Comics podcast is brought to you by our sponsor CryptidZoo at CryptidZoo.com Cryptid Zoo is basically a t shirt line that's uniquely and strangely infused with augmented reality, and it's inspired by cryptozoology folklore figures like the Bigfoot. All the shirts are designed and hand screen printed on 100% cotton, pre shrunk t shirts by the artist and owner of Cryptid Zoo, our friend julian meyer you gotta see it you hover your smartphone over the shirt and it does stuff on the screen it's pretty crazy it just comes to life you gotta see it so please check out cryptidzoo.com and also use the promotional code sunspots comics that's right and you'll get 30% off your purchase most of the cryptidzoo shirts are about 27 bucks so it's a great deal and that's with tax and shipping included before the discount so don't forget use sunspots comics as your promo code on CryptidZoo.com, and you'll get a big discount, and that is C R Y P T I D ZOO.com. <laughs> hi everyone, you are listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 132, covering the new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, new comic book day, November 8th, and this particular podcast also has a friend from work with anger issues, I am your friend, your comic book loving host, Chris Latory. how you doing? I hope you are well, thank you so much for joining us here on the Sunspots Comics Podcast, I really do truly hope that the people you love are happy and healthy, that's very important, and you yourself of course. So the Sunspots Comics Podcast, what is it? What have you stumbled upon? Well, the gist, if you ask, is utilizing a bunch of years of comic book reading experience and presented in my own positively weird, nerdy-charged way, I recommend, review, and discuss my favorite picks of the best brand-new comic books that just came out this week. So it's all about the brand-new stuff. Please never miss an issue of the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Just subscribe to it. Simple as that. All you got to do is look us up on everything <laughs> instagram twitter facebook xbox live even youtube at sunspots comics one simple easy place to find us please spread the word and tell a nerdy loved one about our podcast we'd appreciate that and a couple of fast thank yous of course thank you to nick papa george he is the dude singing our sunspots com sunspots comics theme song i love it so much please check out his band solution he is a lead singer and guitarist he just melts faces Go to SolutionMusic.net for links to their music and some upcoming show dates. Go there right now. Well, not now. Wait till later. And right now, you're actually hearing song number six of nine. I'm actually playing one song from the entire album for the for nine podcasts. So we're at six of nine. The song is called Falling Down. You're listening to it right now. I'll play it on the outro, of course, as well. It's just another sweet track from their newest album called Palm Trees and Freeways. It's just so much fun. So much ska, reggae, and rock just infused all together. I highly recommend the band. You're going to love them. Check out Solution also on the Facebook at facebook.com slash Solution Reggae. And of course, thank you to my son, Justin Jables Latore for his brand new spin-off podcast called Sunspots Scene. They are just about to fire up issue number 11, so it's coming up very soon. It'll be up on Monday for their review of Stranger Things Season 2 from Netflix. So, uh, warning, they'll kind of spoiler it, but check it out on, it should be available Monday. That's episode 11 of the Sunspot Scene Podcast. So it's my son Justin Jables, his two friends, Moises and Matt. They call themselves the Kung Pao 3 Delight. They take on movies, TV shows, all types of genres, not just comic books. Plus, they usually play just a goofy game at the very end, which will get you chuckling, I promise. So if you already subscribed to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, there's nothing to do. You'll already see it. It's there. But you can also see it on SoundCloud and all the other podcatchers. It's called Sunspots Scene. It's a fun time. Please check it out and also follow them on Instagram at Sunspots Scene. So right now, oh, by the way, it is free comic book time. Yes. I know it's been a while, but I got one. Veterans Day just passed, and before we go any further, I would like to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to every single veteran out there who has ever served our country for us. I appreciate it, and thank you very much. And in honor of Veterans Day, I have a free digital copy of Captain America, issue number 695 from Marvel, Marvel Comics. It's written by Mark Wade. He's amazing. One of the best writers of all time in, as far as comics go. Stunning, ridiculous art by Chris Samney. They did Daredevil for a super long run that was one of my favorite things of all time. Gorgeous, very ode to Golden Age coloring by Matthew Wilson. You gotta see it. It's gorgeous. It's just got this yellowing effect, but let me tell you, the meat and potatoes of this comic, I teared up reading this issue. I haven't read Captain America a while. I kind of left it while the whole Secret Empire thing was going on and Captain America being Hydra. I hung in there for a minute but let it go, and I'm glad I jumped right back on. When they're sort of refreshing with the legacy renumbering to 695, I don't say this very often, but I just I teared up. I got this very patriotic, nerdy feeling that just overwhelmed me. I'm kind of getting the chills talking about it right now. It's a five star comic for sure, A plus. You need to read it, and I'm giving it to you for free. All you got to do to win Captain America 695, just be the first person to grab this digital code. I'm about to read to you. Go to marvel.com/redeem. Just punch it in. See if you won. That's it. It's that easy and you'll have it digitally to read on the Marvel app. So here we go. Get ready. Turn your volume up. No, maybe don't cuz you don't want to hurt your ears, but here you go. Listen carefully. Here is the digital code to Captain America 695. F is in Frank, C is in Charlie, M is in Mary, V is in Victor, 2, B is in Boy, G is in George, 5, L is in Larry, L is in Larry, R is in Roger, V as in Victor so there you go by the way the code expires november 1st 2018 i know some folks listen to the feed and they're listening to stuff way in the past so just in case november 1st 2018 this code expires so it's first come first serve good luck grab it get the code go get the marvel app download it connect it together it's super easy and you'll get a free issue mark wade chris Samney doing captain america it's lovely it really is patriotic it's just feel good comic and that's just a little something to you for listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. So thank you very much for listening. And if you win, let me know. Hit me up on social media at Sunspots Comics so I can give a shout out to you and let other people know to stop entering the code. It's gone. So there you go. Free comic book. Enjoy. And by the way, I'm going to be giving out a Moon Knight comic very, very soon on the on the Instagram. So just follow us at Sunspots Comics to see that. So let's get into the Sunspots Comics Podcast issue number 132 starting out with some stuff that's been floating around in my nerd brain the very first nugget of nerd lodged deeply into my nerd lobes is some comic book movie and tv news so the first thing is that netflix announced that it's going to test the new millar world mark millar movies and tv shows by publishing comic books weird but maybe very cool netflix is going to be publishing comic books we're not sure yet in what way mark millar is the writer of some of my favorite comic books of all time just name a few wanted kick-ass huck empress starlight secret service Kingsman, chrononauts reborn old man logan which inspired the very successful marvel movie just to name a couple just to give you a smidge of mark millar he signed this ginormical deal uh, closed room deal We don't know how much For exactly How much They backed up the truck And unloaded into his house With Netflix To produce movies TV shows Based on his comics And other writings That he has not published yet Next fl- now, They didn't say If it's going to be Actual paper comics Just digital only Or maybe both But I'm super excited To see how this Kind of model Is going to work Like what What comes first Are they going to put The comic first Are they going to do A movie or TV show first Then the comic after how does a comic book qualify like, as being worthy of a film or TV show? And how long before we see the comic book make the transmi- transition or the movie and TV show come first and a comic book be released? So I'm just interested to see what's going to happen with all of this. Not a lot of it's released yet, but I'm super excited. I want to see what happens when Netflix puts out comics. I hope they're on paper, personally, but we'll see. I'll keep you posted when I hear more on that. And the second thing really is kind of hot off the press. I was just cruising... Uh, through Instagram, and I follow Jason Momoa. Yes, Mr. Aquaman, Mr. Cal Drago. He is again teasing that he may play the crow in a possible upcoming Crow reboot movie. He posted this very cool looking crow face. I, I It might be him. I'm not sure, but it's just very kind of paint bleeding. And he also wrote some words. He said, I've been. Re- I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to do a really horrible impression of Jason Momoa. But he says, I've been waiting so long, <laughs> he doesn't sound anything like this, so long, let's do it brother, aloha, and he tagged director Colin Hardy, in this in this post, so I kind of searched the internet for maybe an accompanying article, I didn't find anything, um, as of when I first saw it, a couple of hours ago, 5 o'clock Sunday, and so... I think it's cool. I mean, I looked up Corin Hard- uh, Hardy. He's an English film director. He made his directorial debut in 2015 with this movie called The Hollow, which he co wrote. And I saw the trailer. Nope. Too scary for me. <laughs> not going to watch it. If any of you folks that know me closely, not a big fan of horror for the most part. I mean, even Harrow County as a comic it took a while for me to warm up to it, if you will. But. I hope this gets confirmed i hope that jason momoa does play the crow i mean he's got the physicality for it he's got the face for it he's just got that mean tough spirit i mean can you imagine him coming back from the dead to seek revenge upon someone that that did something bad to him i'm all in i think that would be awesome i think that hopefully this will bring the crow franchise back to its former glory of when brandon lee did the original 1994 film so fingers heavily crossed painfully crossed all everything crossed that uh, jason Momoa is giving us the green light there that the crow is going to happen but it still hasn't been confirmed there's been a lot of back and forth a lot of problems with directors falling off and scripts being read and given and then taken away there's just been it's been a little bit of a, a mess but i hope that puts the franchise back on track the crow possibly played by jason Momoa, and that actually closes the comic book movie and tv news that's all we got and the next thing that's on my nerd brain is that image comics announced They are putting together an anthology to raise money for the survivors of the Las Vegas shooting. It's called Where We Live. All the proceeds go to the GoFundMe Las Vegas Survivors benefit It's being curated by J.H. Williams. He's a Las Vegas resident. He's also one of the most amazing artists of all time. One of my favorite, one of my top fives is J.H. Williams. He lives in Las Vegas. One of, I mean, if you look at his Batwoman work, just go look at that. I know he's in Sandman and a few other things, but look at his Batman art. J.H. Williams doing Batman. Unbelievably gorgeous. I hope that he draws some of this uh, anthology series called Where We Live that the money goes to charity. I hope so. I put his art in the Alex Ross camp, and that's a lonely camp. (laughs) There's very few that are able to go into the Alex Ross camp. Keep up with that kind of art, if you know what I mean. Look up Alex Ross. But yes, it's a lonely camp. But it's going to be a variety of art and stories, very similar to that uh, Love is Love collection that was put together to aid the victims of the Pulse nightclub shooting back in June 2016. So it's going to be similar to that, where all the money goes to charity. This just fills my heart with joy when I see the comic book business, which I love so dearly, gather together to help people that are suffering. Uh, No release date yet, and there's going to be more coming very soon from Image. They're going to be releasing some info. I'll discuss it more soon as when I hear about it and when things come out. I'll definitely be buying this Image Comics anthology called Where We Live. Again, the the money all goes to charity to the victims of the Las Vegas shootings, the survivors and families. So I'm going to be getting this for sure. I'm going to be buying it for sure. You should as well. Let's all pitch in, do our part to just help some folks uh, that that are survivors of that horrible Las Vegas event shooting. So uh, there you go. And the last thing on my nerd brain that I'm super excited about is that I'm creating my very own comic book. It's called Zombie Destroyers. Yes. It's just been so much fun. I can't believe I'm doing it. It humbles me every time I work on it. I'm doing the writing, the the actual coloring and lettering, the flattening, everything. It's crazy. Jordan is doing uh, his gorgeous art, his line art and inks. It's just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. I just wanted to tell you to go check out his art. jordan underscore hudson underscore art it's beautiful so he's drawing the comic that i've created out of my brain called zombie destroyers and just a quick update jordan actually finished the art and inks on page 25 and 26 and he's actually starting page 27 which is introducing a new character it sets up issue number two i'm actually kind of still learning how to do flats it's a lot trickier than i thought and i'm trying not to hire a flatter i'm trying to do it myself but we're hoping that issue number one is over at page 30. So it's coming up soon, and we hope to maybe get it out here first quarter 2018. That's what we're shooting for. So if you'd like to see sample pages of the comic book that I've created and that Jordan drew, just check out Zombie Destroyers on sunspotscomics.com. Just go there, and you'll see a link that says Zombie Destroyers. We've got the cover page, issues issues or pages one through four, and a picture of jordan's dad actually cosplaying at rose city comic-con as a zombie destroyer's character i created the father and mentor called bruce it just blows my mind check it out you got to see it so just go to sunspotscomics.com and hit zombie destroyers and you'll see everything there just a quick mention on a segment that we love to do it's called spotlighting it is actually where I sit down with people in the comic book industry, creators, writers, artists, anyone that's sort of doing it or is trying to do it in the comic book biz. I want to sit down and have a chit chat with you here. We've got some folks lined up, some people I, I met at Stan Lee's LA Comic Con recently as well. Thank you guys for volunteering, and we'll line it up. We're working out schedules. Interviews are coming to be right here, right on the podcast for you to enjoy. So if, if just to put the word out there, if you if you work in comics or you're trying to, and you're just you know. Just it's in your heart and you love it. Just give me a, just hit me up on all my social media. We'll have a nice little future on a future podcast, a little nerdy chit-chat. Just send me some review copy of your work so I can see what it looks like. And just email it to me at chris at sunspotscomics.com or just message me on social media. You know, if you're already doing it, especially and you want to just have a little nerdy positive chit-chat, hit me up at Sunspots Comics. So now on to my favorite part of the Sunspots Comics podcast. Which is my comic book reviews and recommendations, where I pick my favorite of the brand new comic books that just came out, New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, November 8th. And of course, semi-light, spoilerish alert. Yes, but really don't worry, I work hard to just inspire you, to just get the juices flowing so that you'll go out and buy these comic books without me really spoiling them. So I never discuss the last few pages. I just leave them alone, and I only cover just some of the interesting points in each comic book to just try to entice you. So just in case, though, you've been warned. Super-duper, light, semi-spoiler-ish kind of alert. But really, don't worry. <laughs> Not that bad. I'm, I'm a person that hates spoilers, so I'm telling you there, it's very, very light. I just talk about the fun stuff. Anyway, also to see everything that I'm reading, all my favorite picks of the week back... Since I started the podcast over two years ago, go to sunspotscomics.com, click on pull list to see the 107 titles I'm reading, also click on the top comic books of the week, you can see everything, I've all my top picks going back two years like I said. Every single week I update it, simplify it, compact it, I keep it simple, it's an easy breezy site, sunspotscomics.com, it's not meant for you to sit there forever just to kind of pop in, breeze in, see what I'm reading, see what the top picks are, it's cataloged, it's easy to read, sunspotscomics.com, check it out and the art team let's talk about the art winners this week every single week i like to pick an artist winner and a cover artist winner this week man some goodens the artist winner of the week this week was tyler crook for harrow county issue number 27 he does all of the art from the lines to the inks to the colors even the letters which are done in this fantastic great little spooky halloweeny scooby-doo kind of style that is so much fun But it never is just too much. He's not invading his own art, (laughs) which you get often when artists letter their own work because they don't want to cover their own stuff. And he does this glorious watercoloring, nostalgic, Rockwellian, Americana coloring style that is gorgeous. It is top of the mountain. It's just beautiful. There's nothing out there totally like it. It's so unique and gorgeous. You have to see it. I've said it a million times because tyler crook's been multiple artist winner of the week for many of this of the sunspot comics podcasts so just go check out tyler crook's work you got to see it it's lovely it's gorgeous his lines are so unique and so precise and the emotion on the faces he does a sort of faraway dot eyes and then close-up intense very detailed eyes i just love that look for some reason i don't know why it's kind of like doll eyes kind of like dead eyes and so it makes it spookier for harrow county So gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Check out Tyler Crook, Easily Artist Winner of the Week and Multiple Art Winner. And this week's cover artist winner is Guillaume March. And oh, by the way, um, you can follow Guillaume, check his stuff out at uh, G-U-I-L-L-E-M underscore March for Ragman issue number two, Easily Cover Winner. It's this, it's kind of weird. It's like this explosion of weird action. You have uh, Ragman's giant head, oversized head, kind of kind of intertwined with two villains that are peeling off these enchanted bandages from his head and the ruffling of the material kind of looks like the pattern of a brain so it's like they're kind of ripping his brain out but it's 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 rag material it's cloth and it's set upon this very strange kind of almost salvador dali kind of military cemetery but it's Like with multiple planes, so you really don't know which way is up, which way is down. It's very unique. It's painted in this faded light green blue style when the villains are in this light kind of pinkish red. It really makes it stand out. It's like nothing you've seen in a while. It just had this unique, fresh, lovely work. It's just gorgeous. Thank you, Guillem March, for the wonderful, wonderful cover of Ragman issue number two. Check it out. It's weird. It's odd. And it's beautiful all at the same time. And the breakdown... (laughs) Here we go, I had uh, 15 comics that I read this week, and 7 of them made it to the Great Ones recommendation list. So that's that's almost the sweet spot of 50% where I like to live, because then I feel like, man, my money's been well spent. So almost there, 7 of the 15 comics I read are about to be discussed right about now. And the new number ones! I always mention when I have new number ones, it's important because then you can jump right on get on the, the train that is a brand new comic right from the beginning. There's something unique and fun and fresh about that, right? 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 Yes. <laughs> Agree. But there were two new number ones this week, and both of them made it to the Great Ones list, so I'll just discuss them here in the countdown in a second. So that's excellent. Both of the new number ones made it into the Great Pick list, so I love that when that happens. So let's get into my comic book recommendations. This is the Great Ones list of comic books for New Comic Book Day November 8th. I really do consider these to be the best of all the comics that i read this week of the new comics that just just came out so please go buy these go to your local comic book shop talk about how far are we can i get these can i get them in trade can i get back your issues but really go get them they worth your time and money so here we go now on to the countdown so we got seven so coming in at number seven is moon knight issue number 188 yes legacy numbering return to legacy i like that they even give you a little breakdown on, a, on page 15 of how the numbering got to 188 because there were runs like 1 to 20 and then it started over and there was 1 to 7, which is Marvel's dang fault. And so, but it's nice. They kind of lay it out there and give you the years of when it happened. So kind of cool, like a little mini Wicca Moon knight page right there for you. But 188, Moon Knight. It's the Crazy Runs in the Family Part 1. It's the fresh start. I love the previous arc. You had Greg Smallwood on art. It was amazingly gorgeous. Continual pick of the week and art winner of the week was the previous Moon Knight run. Go look at it. But it's kind of starting fresh with this brand new arc where he's just basically our main character is Mark Spector has come to, to peace with his multiple personality disorder. He's fine with it. He's sort of melded them together. He's not at conflict with them anymore. And so he's this just sort of newly evolved newly expressed you know he's just he's he's comfortable in his own weird skins <laughs> and now this is kind of he is right now we don't know where he is we don't know if he's uh, just no longer being moon knight we haven't seen moon knight in a while and they play with that here because you're seeing the psychiatrist that helped him which i forgot her name this really is the focus of this of this particular issue is the psychiatrist kind of missing moon knight and helping this other patient which i think she just numbers him like patient 86 and her name is Dr. Emmett. There you go. And so she's a bit fixated on Moon Knight. She even has this creepy little Moon Knight closet in her house where she has kind of a little shrine to Moon Knight. So yes, creepy. She gives you that corner, kind of like um you know that uh, that Dr. Quinzel thing that's going to happen with her and the Joker. She's a little bit obsessed with Moon Knight. So she starts sort of pushing material moon knight material to patient 86 like maybe she's trying to recreate the moon knight experience (laughs) i guess but she is ultimately building a very great villain here which i don't want to spoil huge cliffhanger at the end i do enjoy that there's this respect to psychiatry uh, especially at first i mean she ultimately crosses the moral line here and she's pushing moon knight stuff on on patient 86 to potentially turn this this murderer who was a sort of an arsonist but uh with a sort of twisted sort of story where maybe he is a powered individual that came into powers and they so they they twist with that they play with that we're not getting a lot of what moon knight uh what moon knight's jam is which is you know what's reality what's not reality there doesn't seem to be any of that here it's just very linear and very much (laughs) like i said this uh, psychiatrist is has crossed the line. She was really treating psychiatry very professionally and on target. And I like the respect of that at first. But then it just goes off the rails. But that's Moon Knight. It's off the rails. It's madness. But fantastic new villain that's introduced here. And I want to see more. I want to see where this goes. I want to see what happens. Definitely on the poll. Moon Knight has never left it since Greg Smallwood jumped on. So check out Moon Knight. Glorious, glorious stuff. Issue number 188. Great jumping on point. Get in there. It's a brand new arc. You can start fresh. So coming in at number six is Rock Candy Mountain, issue number five. And whenever I see this title, I think of that song. In the big rock candy mountain. Just look that up. Uh, In that uh, Brother Where Art Thou movie. I always think of that. But anyway, Rock Candy Mountain, issue number five. This is written by Kyle Starks. He is also drawing it, doing the art, colored by Chris Swiser. So... It, there was a little bit of a break. I'm glad that it's uh that it's back. Took a took a minute. But issue number 5 starts out with a flashback into the origin of our character Jackson, who is this this strange hobo with a mission and a book that tells him which way <laughs> Candy Mountain is. And no matter which way he points, the book points a certain direction, giving him his compass to this imaginary he- hobo heaven. But anyway, the origin of Jackson is—it is, just goes into this very crooked deal he makes with the devil. Yes, devil went down to Georgia; he was looking for a soul to steal. Sorry, he did it for love. Ultimately, he made this deal with the devil for love. He was called to go to the, to go to war, to go to World War II, made this deal with the devil to see his family again. And of course, the devil is a dick <laughs> and lies. But uh, this involves the Spear of Destiny, which is an actual thing—an actual holy artifacts which is interesting because it gets intermingled here into the story of Rock Candy Mountain and uh I like that when he attempts to write when Jackson attempts to write anywhere it just sort of fades away like like disappearing ink except for Rock Candy Mountain written in the book so kind of a neat little I like that little aspect there it's just something a little interesting but uh we also get a peek into the hobo kingpin that's just back on the trail back on Jackson's uh, trail and train Uh, since he escaped from prison so i uh, love this it's just this weird hobo world where jackson's kind of this hobo superhero made a deal with the devil trying to find a fictitious hobo heaven it's great and hijinks ensue jackson cannot be beat in a a hand-to-hand fight so that's interesting there too and he has this sort of weird code like a hobo code it's great stuff read the pages after the in the um the back part he uh, the uh, he's done a fantastic the the writer here is uh, Chris uh, or we I mean Kyle Starks. He's done a fantastic job of doing some homework and researching sort of the world of hobos, uh, from say after the Great Depression. So very interesting stuff. I uh, you know if you'd have told me uh, ten years ago that I'd be loving a comic that is about hobo world, I would say yeah right. <laughs> but anyway, I'm totally enjoying it. Fantastic stuff from Image Comics by the way. So coming in at number five is from Image Comics as well. It's the one of the two brand new number ones, Port of Earth. Fantastic. Issue number one. This is written by Eclipse writer, Zach Kaplan. He's been on the podcast before. He's on a previous Go Back in the Feed. Check it out. Zach Kaplan and I are in an interview there for like 45 minutes. It's great. I really pick his brain about Eclipse, but this is a brand new title. With artist Andrea Moody, who's done The Rebels, These Free and Independent States. He's done the art for that. Gorgeous, realistic, gritty, very much respect to actual physics. There's really just sort of very much set in the world of the real. And I dig that. The premise, the gist, if you will, is a fantastic gist. It's, you know, Earth searching for extraterrestrial life. We found it. And instead of it being anything that we've ex- expected, maybe a, an all-out war, an apocalyptic uh, Earth being destroyed, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it's nothing like that. They come to Earth to refuel. They they were a, a way station. We're a gas station here. They're like, hey, we're out of gas. We need to refuel. Can you help us? And so we sort of partner with aliens. We just decide to be- become a part of a a larger alliance of planets and create a, a, a way station, a gas station for aliens to come into Earth peacefully Fuel and bounce. Well, of course, it never goes that way. It never goes perfectly. Hijinks ensue. And this is also after a particular event where a lot of aliens uh, just went nuts firing on innocent bystanders. There was a sort of military division formed. And that's kind of where the centerpiece of the character development goes there. But some great here's what happened, here's what happened through time, a great montage to show us how this world was created, great writing from Zach Kaplan, and it's also done in this grade kind of washed out, eclipses some of this as well, washed out uh, coloring style, just light pinks and grays and blues, just realistic tones of coloring to give it this sort of faded, washed out look, and I love that, it almost has this black and white comic feel, but it, yet it doesn't, and I just love the unique look of the aliens. Andrea Moody did a fantastic job with Zach there. Just kind of having some aliens we maybe haven't seen before. Just And that's what you need to kind of keep things fresh. I mean, a lot of people have done alien stories. So you got to have something that looks unique. They definitely deliver some unique looking aliens here. But I love the premise. This is about 70% set up and 30% kind of up and running with this, this agency. This ESA agency that's there to sort of protect us. Protect human beings from the aliens that are there to fuel up and leave theres uh, They're uncovering that uh, what the aliens have sort of established had some ulterior motives there. I don't want to ruin all of it. And that's really all I want to tell you because it's just packed. It's great character character developments with the ESA and some, some of the main primary characters there, which I love uh, that their uh, names, uh, which always just... Mac is one of them and Rice, like Mac and Rice. One of my favorite things. <laughs> you had some spam in there and I'm all in because <laughs> I'm Hawaiian. Yes, sorry. But anyway i just love it port of earth check it out brand new number one from image it delivers it's fantastic go get it grab it just started you can easily jump in there it's kind of everywhere from image comics port of earth issue number one fantastic job zach i know you listen to the podcast thank you for doing that and thank you for a great comic you made it easy again just like eclipse so thank you very much and coming in at number four is Ragman issue number two and this of course is our cover winner of the week with GM march gorgeous crazy looking cover for Ragman. check it out it's beautiful and this is issue number two and uh man these are this is these are just this is the second issue and it is just action-packed again great fight scenes great splash pages there is a little more of the backstory provided here in the character that goes to this crazy ancient tomb and finds almost the mummy-like rags that are sort of enchanted and i just i just love that you get a little glimpse and dip into what happened to the father because there was this explosion where our main character's dad has has this sort of pawn shop and they have this great little loving relationship and kind of poke and nudge and and break each other's balls you know what i mean and it's just great and then there's this explosion that affects the dad what happens to him you get to kind of see that here i don't want to spoil it um, you're introduced uh, to the the wife of one of the dead friends because there was this military unit where they were all killed. He managed to survive, and take the enchanted rags, becoming the Ragman. And one of the wives, uh, one of the you know the the widows of from his friends is really suffering from depression. And again, it's like that that real respect to psychiatry here and how it's trying to help her. I really dig that. There's a new character they introduce, which seems very devious, named Mister Fanshaw. So like what is he about? Uh you just only get a little hey, this is this new character that is actually going to the same psychiatrist as the main character Ragman, if you will. I forget that his 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 alt- alternate identity his name, but this is great stuff. This is a, an old comic revived. Uh this is from DC Comics. This is uh by the way, team of written by Ray Fox and this is art from uh here it is. It's inaki miranda sorry if i messed that up gorgeous colors by the way from eva de la cruz and again Guillaume march on the cover gorgeous gorgeous stuff but action-packed winner this week just non-stop there's two of these sort of demons that want the ragman suit back and that is ultimately what they have similar powers but it's a brutal fight in the street innocent bystanders are killed i mean there's stakes here it's just great sort of egyptian style uh art and coloring and it it has this kind of moon night feel to it it seems like um it would just it has this like i said this respect to sort of egyptian uh, artifacts etc and it, it just great visuals i mean beautiful line art by the way some gorgeous coloring it's all over the place very precise line art here very crisp i love that it was refreshing and a lot of purples to to show there in the dark which i always dig that and yeah, it's even, uh, there's this crazy sort of dream that you find out, not really dream, but he's, he's, they're trying to crack his mind to release the, the bond that he has with this enchanted, these enchanted rags. So what's going to happen? You got to see, you got to tune in. It's great. Ragman, go get it from DC Comics. It's great. I'm really enjoying it. So much action, so much fun, easy reads, very little dialogue, but just enough there to for a meaty sort of story. Ragman, check it out. Go, 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 go. But here we go now into the top three. So yes, the three, the ultimate three. Coming in at number three is the second of the new number ones. It is Coyotes, issue number one. This is from Image Comics. This is from the team of story by Sean Lewis and gorgeous haunting art from Caitlin Yarsky. Check out Caitlin Yarsky style. Very clean line art, great realistic sort of camera angles and realistic approach to physics and body uh the the gore in it is very gory this is a crazy story about this sort of young woman society called like the i think it's the the lost daughters is what it's called or something similar to that as i'll as i'm thumbing through it here but uh it's about this this young woman who is orphaned in her town which looks like a small sort of mexican village they are haunted by werewolves. Now, there is a little smidge of, is this real? Is she crazy? She has some weird flashbacks, but you very quickly realize it's real. There are werewolves in this town, and there are there is this sort of duchess woman that takes the young women that are orphans and sort of trains them to fight and trains them to be strong women because a lot of horrible things have happened to her. And this duchess swears like a sailor. They should have called her the Duchess Sailor or something. She just f-bombs left and right and it's very casually in how she talks she's kind of Negan-esque if you will (laughs) just dropping f-bombs like crazy but it focuses around like a 12 year old girl who is named Analia who speaks in English in Spanglish I'll say and her family was killed by these werewolves and so she's just seeking revenge to destroy all the werewolves and Oh, and in the, the very back, there's this bonus story about the cop that she deals with. So, you, the opening sequence is, a, is all these dead bodies there, and she's there. And you have no idea what's going on, because they don't even show them as werewolves at first. Great opening sequence. You're like, what is this? Did she murder all these people? Did she just survive this, this crazy murder scene? Like, what's happening here? When you find out it's werewolves, you're like, yes! Because of the artistic style here that you have to see from Caitlin. It's just gorgeous. There's a, a single-page panel here where... These wolves are sort of, kind of leaping across the page from left to right, and there's this bed of flowers sort of beneath them. And the panel cutting is fantastic there, because Analia has this sword, and she's sort of preparing for battle. And they show that she's self-trained, mostly. She she lives, you know, in a home where they have very little, and yet she watches these, like, samurai TV shows and so on, and is really inspired to use her sword I love that, it's just, you know, she sort of found it on her own, uh, but also trained by the Duchess at the same time, so this is just a, you know, 60% setup kind of issue, 40% action, werewolves, uh, it affects this young woman, and she is a badass, and she's got a friend named Eyepatch, I'm gonna keep it simple, kid wears an eye patch. I like that, <laughs> funner than just the kid being called, you know, Cindy, I guess, you know, hey eyepatch cute nickname it's fun it'll stick with you and the kid has an eye patch, so it just it also has a little bit of that warm sweet sort of innocent tenderness there from a young girl's perspective i like that i i bought into it i'm sucked in i'm adding it to the pull list grab it coyotes issue number one jump in there and get it it's just where's this gonna go it's coyotes and a young woman and the duchess training the orphans very cool stuff love it and that bonus cop story check it out at the very end there's more to this cop. You, you maybe kind of at first easily throw him away. He's kind of dissed in this one moment. You'll have to see. But there's more to this cop. And I like that. There's some good character development here. You need that. And winning. They, they do it. I mean, home run. <laughs> anyway. Um, so number two. Here we go. Coming in at number two is Pestilence. Issue number five from Aftershock Comics. This has been one of my favorites. It is zombies in the year of our Lord 1347. So there is this bend... Of merry gentlemen, <laughs> they have this group here that the group's not doing so good. <laughs> this is uh Sir Richard even I mean a, a good friend uh, he was a good friend of our of our leader of uh, this uh, the group and he's 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 betrayed him he's become a zombie but he's also now this like zombie leader. I love that that uh, he has some ability to still chase after someone with purpose. And uh, this kind of centers around the Pope and what happens to him. It, it's kind of a shocking biblical reveal here about the plague's origin and cover-up. I really dug that. It was kind of approached in an interesting way. This, by the way, team uh, Frank Thierry on art and or on uh, writing, and Oleg Akunev on art and beautiful, beautiful covers. Uh, which um, i love tim bradstreet his covers of uh, when he did the punisher run go look back at tim bradstreet doing punisher and look at tim bradstreet's covers to pestilence they are gorgeous uh they're they're kind of photo rendered it's fine but i mean just so many beautiful lines and gorgeous very crisp and clear art it's just lovely go look at tim bradstreet's covers uh top notch so it kind of has it all here it's very over the top very much for mature readers uh, it's not for the faint of heart. There is a lot of there is a a, a zombie that is a uh, birth three children, uh, and the the sort of uh, premature fetuses <laughs> are attached by nether regions of skin and and it's just gnarly. You have to see it, and there's just like intestines attaching the. Uh, it's just it's it's gory. It's over the top. It's gruesome. It's so much fun. It's it's again it's you know sword and sandals but with zombies and it has this sort of biblical conspiracy and cover-up relating to the pope uh calling it the plague etc great stuff great writing frank is a, is just uh if you ever get a chance to meet frank at a con there is no one more new york than frank Thierry. he is new york <laughs> but uh i love this it's so much fun i look forward to it every month it's delivered on time i can't wait to see the next issue and uh i the team here the uh i want to say they're called fiat lot and i'm pulling it out of my head could be wrong there Start out with like seven people and uh they don't have seven people anymore so that's all i want to tell you without spoiling too much and great cliffhanger at the end can't wait for issue number six of pestilence but you gotta wait it's gonna be a little bit so uh, gotta hang in there (laughs) but anyway pestilence so good but the number one yes the numero uno the top of the mountain the creme de la creme (laughs) the one that beat them all this week number one from dark horse comics harrow county issue number 27 yes this feels like it's kind of winding down. Maybe there's five issues left of this. I'm, I'm not sure. That makes me sad, but kind of happy because it's, this is finally the big showdown. This is when we get Witch Hester, who is this, they hung Witch Hester on a tree and the two children, Emmy and Cammy were sort of born from the blood of this witch from under a tree. And Emmy has this good friend named Bernice and all of them are together in this battle royale, if you will it's action-packed There's stakes you really are invested in emmy she represents innocence and sweetness and 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 young fortitude and cammy is the very much the opposite of that they're just ying and yang uh, yang just just at each other's throat constantly you thought cammy was done with in an earlier arc she's back and like i said this is the battle royale it, it just feels like this is all coming to an end And then you also have Bernice's grandfather. Something happens to the grandfather. No, you're going to see what I'm talking about. But yeah, Grandpa, man, he was just this cool black and pepper, you know, salt and pepper haired man that just, you know, just you just kind of feel calm and at home and what you expect from a grandpa. And yeah, things don't go so well for him. But man, they really built an amazing villain. I mean, 27 issues of, of teasing Witch Hester here and there, of maybe coming back from the dead, and of us having this final showdown with Cami, And here it is. It's, we finally get it. That's why it kind of feels like it's wrapping up. And uh, I hope not, because it's really just, like I said, gorgeous art, continual art winner from Tyler Crook. This is written by Colin Bunn. T- Colin, Cullen Bunn is doing such fantastic work in horror I mean there's so many things I'm thinking of off the top of my head Like Dark Arc and Regression Just to name a few of his titles He's doing a bunch of fantastic, unique, edgy work out there Done from, from Cullen Bunn So check out Harrow County Multiple Eisner winner I think it's one Hugos It's They're optioning it for everything Television, movies, etc It's going to be out there in other media and other formats eventually Oh, and they also have these bonus pages. I love the bonus pages at the end. This is where they talk about this haint that's very much like a gremlin that's hired to sort of sabotage modern farm equipment so that farmers can keep their jobs. Twisted little one-page tale here. You gotta check it out at the very end. Always read little haunted tales that, that are provided. They always have these listeners like yourself i'm sure podcast listeners comic book readers that write in sort of spooky stories and they're fantastic i love them i like to read it kind of in a dark room with a spotlight and kind of spooky music it really is a good time it's not too scary to where it's like say a hard r of horror it's um i don't know a light r pg-13 sort of level horror there's definitely gore and monsters and they call them haints these haunted you know demons etc and it's and witches and goblins it's just so much fun it's this great world they've they've developed harrow county and it's just like this little place out of time again like it's very nostalgic americana rockwellian feel definitely it's set in an era you know maybe after the great depression somewhere in there and it's just gorgeous to look at it's fun it's it's just a slice of spooky horror goodness check it out it's wonderful So there you go. That is the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 132. Thanks for hanging in there till the end. Please let me lock the vault door. There you go. Those are my new comic book recommendations this week for new comic book day, November 8th. Please support your local comic book shops. Go to a local comic book store. Buy these comics immediately. It's worth your time, worth your money. Just grab these seven. Tell them that Chris from Sunspots Comics sent you. Please do it. It'll be fun when they look at you. (laughs) If you have any questions, comments maybe you want a personal your own little comic book recommendation just email me directly chris at sunspotscomics.com maybe there's a comic book i should be reading send me your recommendations i'll read them i'll give you my review i'll talk about them on a a future podcast and i'll of course give you a shout out right here on a future podcast please check out my blog at blog.sunspotscomics.com please sign up for our newsletter at sunspotscomics.com contact and tune in next week this is a weekly podcast for issue number 133 of the sunspots comics podcast Next week, I'm going to be reading 14 new comics, brand new stuff that's coming out November 15th, three brand new number ones, so potentially 17 comics that I'll be reading. I hope I get all the number ones, and my shop doesn't fail me, because uh, if they're great, I'll be discussing them right here on next week's podcast, so I hope to recommend them to you if the number ones meet the grade. It's a tough set of requirements to make that number one. And here's a a sneak peek into some of the comic books coming out next week for review for podcast 133 amazing spider-man 791 love the legacy numbers baby teeth issue number six baby teeth number four and i think number three definitely were top five i want to say number four was the number one pick of the week when it came out two months ago baby teeth has been amazing from aftershock comics check it out it is gorgeous stuff from Donnie cates just wonderful wonderful work baby teeth uh so that's next week i can't wait batman 35 bloodshot uh, salvation number three from jeff lemire brilliant trash new number one from aftershock comics can't wait to check that out uh this gorgeous cover by mike norton by the way check out from aftershock comics brilliant trash darth vader number eight i'm loving the story of darth vader getting his lightsaber defenders seven i've been loving the defenders so much good stuff next week it's looking amazing invincible 142 there's like two, three episodes left issues left of invincible from image oh my goodness what are we going to do um, James Bond Killchain, Maestros number two that was a crazy title so that's just a, a smidge of what's coming out next week those right there I listed are probably going to all be top I can see it definitely oh Unholy Grail isn't there Colin Bunn story from Aftershock Comics that's coming out next week so so much great stuff it's truly going to be an admirable an admirable stack let me tell you of new comic books coming out next week so please subscribe please listen in tell a nerdy loved one to check out sunspot's comics if you missed any of the links and things i've mentioned don't worry it'll all be there in the podcast show notes so check that out and also thank you so much for listening i really appreciate your time i hope i helped your commute or whatever it is or you got the earbud in at work however that works and i hope that i inspired you to buy some of these great new comic books they're really worth it go check them out but thank you so much for listening please give a little bit back if you enjoyed the podcast just go over to the itunes Give us some friendly words. Hit us up with five stars. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you. I'll read your review on a future podcast as I have in the past. And I'll personally thank you by mailing you a little comic book-related prize. Just for me, personally. So please, don't forget. I mean, since it's uh, it's also, again, oh, track number six. I'll leave you with that. From the band Solution. From their uh, new album, Palm Trees and Freeways. This is called Falling Down. I'll leave you with that. So until next week, spend some time with the ones you love. And don't forget, of course, be like water, my friends. Stay nerdy. Catch you later. Bye. Music, Feeling free, don't be quiet when you speak. Playing music, feeling everything around us must be full. Like a rose through concrete doors. Nothing worthwhile, scum and ease, and these bitches wanting more.